This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. A Cherry Hill Volvo and XC40 can be leased for as low as $459. And an XC90 leased for as low as $629. The Cherry Hill Volvo offers are very aggressive. Spring into Cherry Hill Volvo for incredibly fabulous offers. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, this is the drive at 5. 30 minutes of non-stop talk with Rich Zioli. Yes, right now we are watching a shutdown on 76 Westbound at Spring Garden Street in Center City. Right by the Schuylkill, by 76 and 676, not far from the studio as a matter of fact. Uh, very, very close to here. Uh, protesters demanding uh, justice for Gaza and a ceasefire now. And they're now pledging to be out there every single day disrupting life until there's a ceasefire. And the war between Israel and the terrorists known as Hamas. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. This is the thing, you know, I, I was watching the coverage of this and, and the cops who have to stand there and do nothing because they're not allowed to do anything. And I know what all these cops are thinking. They're thinking the same exact thing. Why can't we move these people? Why, why do they get to do this? How come they get to shut down the, the roads? Why do they get the right to do that? Where does that right come from? I know the cops are thinking that. I mean, you think, think about it this way, right? I'm just going to use this analogy for you. There's no right to protest on a highway. There's no right to shut down a protest on a, on a, on a highway. You don't have that right. You have a right to protest, but it doesn't say it's to be on a highway, right? Capitol building is a public building. You know, the United States Capitol building is a public building. Like all government buildings are public buildings. We own them as taxpayers and everything like that. There have been people on January 6th, the high holy day of the left, who just went inside the building. They walk into a public building that at any other day, if they walked in, they'd be fine. And they've been charged with criminal trespass of a government building, a restricted area, blah, 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 blah. Yet these protesters, these jackasses are out there right now, shutting down traffic on a major highway, on a city street in Philadelphia. That's eh, fine. Per- perfectly fine. No problem. They're interfering with everybody's commute. No problem at all. You know why? Because this is what this is the this is the double standard. As long as you are on the right side of the issue, and I don't mean right in the political context, I mean on the side that the left likes, you do whatever the hell you want. Do whatever you want. You want to burn down a Wendy's? Burn down a Wendy's. It's fine. You want to burn if you want to burn down a Wendy's because you're mad that George Floyd uh, died, that's fine. You can do that. You'll get a like you have to do like community service and you know, may have to write like a, a, a an essay or something, but it's okay. It's all right. If you walk in the Capitol building on January sixth, so you're gonna go to federal prison for maybe years. It's, it's, it, it is the reason why when the January 6th committee came out, that Fugazi committee with their fake hearings and everything else, and people turned around and said, all right, now do the summer of love. Do 2020 when people are burning down cities and courthouses and government buildings and do all those things. If you, I have a question. I'll ask this for a friend. If you burn down a courthouse, have you disrupted an official proceeding? See, I would argue yes, because now there's no courthouse. 
Like if you burn down a courthouse or you set fire to a courthouse or you do anything to disrupt a, that, you have disrupted an official proceeding. So how come nobody in the, in the wake of George Floyd's death in that summer of love of 2020, how come nobody's been charged with that crime? Nobody, not one person, not one person has been charged with that crime. Why not? That's what I like to know. I mean, a judge has said that people who, who have committed those riots could be charged with those crimes. But the case is working its way to the courts right now has to do with the man on January 6th. So I want to know why these protesters aren't charged with that disrupting of, a, of an official proceeding. And the double standard of this infuriates people. So right now, if you're getting in your car and you're prepared to, to drive home and you got to go near the school or 30th Street Station or anywhere in that area, just be prepared that these people are standing there and they are shutting us down. They've dropped major signs that are hanging down now in 676. And they're going to say they're going to be out there every day disrupting life until there's a ceasefire. Every day. That's fine. And they're allowed to. And the, and the police in the city, as much as the cops, I know the cops would love to move them and, and literally shove them into buses and drive them down to uh, Independence Mall and say, here, protest here. Here, knock yourself out. Protest here. But they can't. They're not allowed because... Because you have to instead hear the interim commissioner come out and, and make a statement that I know he probably doesn't even believe. We're here to make sure these people are safe, exercising their First Amendment rights. How come you have a First Amendment right to shut down a road, but you don't have a First Amendment right to walk into the United States Capitol building? How come? I don't explain, explain that to me. I can't, I can't figure that out. I really am trying to understand that. I know that the Capitol building is open to the public. I, I used to work for Congress. I know this. I, it's open to the public. It's a public building. It's a public building. You can go in there. Any other day, you walk into the building and you're fine. You go in on that day, you're now a criminal. You trespass, criminal trespassing. You went through a restricted federal area, blah, 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 blah. You shut down a freaking road, highway, it's fine. It's your First Amendment right. It's your right to do so. You have that right. And this is why people think that this is such hypocrisy. It's for that reason right there, exactly that. There was that couple down in South Carolina who burned down that Wendy's and got like a slap on the wrist. Burned down a Wendy's. They were on the right side of the issue, though. They were angry that George Floyd died, and so they decided to burn down a Wendy's to protest America's systemic racism, even though that had nothing to do with why he died. It was drugs. But they were on the right side of the issue, so nothing happens to them. Nothing. They get a pass. Everything that happens, and this is why people get infuriated, is the double standard in this country is ridiculous. And you see it, and I see it, and we see it every single day. Every day. So we still have this right now. The group with, uh, let's see, thank you to uh, Gritzer3 for saying this to me. Uh, the, 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 the signs say, let Gaza live and cease fire now. She wants to know, why are the cops even there? These are terrorists shutting down streets. I agree. I agree. I don't know. Yes, thank you, Matt. Thank you for that. The, uh, the people who committed, that burned down that Wendy's, right? Five years probation and a $500 fine. Burnt down a Wendy's. Five years probation, $500 fine. The guy who's now making the, 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 the case of the guy who was a police officer at the time, he's since lost his job, Army Ranger, making his way through the courts. Ultimately, the Supreme Court's going to hear the case. This guy was in the Capitol building for, I think they said... I think it was like six minutes, whatever it was. He, but he went inside and he was making all kinds of, uh, of joking things like, you know, they, they can't vote if they're dead, LOL, like making comments like that. He didn't kill anybody, didn't try to kill anybody, didn't, didn't commit any violence. He made, he made like dumb like bro jokes, you know, to his buddies. And which is the First Amendment 
Right. I mean, unless you directly threaten somebody, like unless you say, like, I'm going to go, kill, I want you to kill these people, I want you to do these things. It's obvious he was making jokes. And whether they were in poor taste or not, it doesn't matter. The First Amendment still protects that. But he was in the building for like six minutes and they charged him with disrupting an official proceeding. So now he's facing federal prison time and massive fines for that. These people burned down a Wendy's in, in South Carolina and they got five years probation and they have to pay a $500 fine. Think it cost 500 bucks to rebuild that Wendy's? Out of curiosity. Think it was 500 bucks or you think it was more? What do you think? Huh? What do you think? I mean, this is, this, is, this is why people just get, they just, people tune out after a while to the nonsense of the left warning about Donald Trump being a demagogue because they see it for themselves. They see it with their own eyes. Yeah, you know, it's like the January 6th protesters, what they did, many, many of the individuals there uh, did things that they should not have done, like break windows and things like that and push back on cops. And I, I, I mean, obviously we all, like, we've all said that. We have, nobody's not saying those things. But there were a lot of people who just didn't do anything other than protest and then go inside a building, a government building, a publicly owned building. Not unlike the people that just did that who were protesting for Hamas and went into the Capitol Rotunda and sat down and refused to leave. And because they're on the right side of that issue, the, uh, the, the, nothing happened to them until the speaker told the Capitol Police, the sergeant in arms told the Capitol Police, move them out of there. But then even then, you know, well, you got to be gentle. It's their First Amendment right. Wait, how come they have a First Amendment right to come into the Capitol and sit in the rotunda like children and protest? And but if you walked in the building to, you know, take a whiz on January 6th, you're going to prison. See what I mean? Now, people turn around, they go this the double standard in this country is, is just uh, it's it truly outrageous and it has to stop. I am uh, tired of it. and I know you are as well. And you watch this, what's happening with this commute. You look at this and you turn around and you go, how, how, is, it, how is this okay? I mean, what, what gives you the First Amendment right to, to shut down my commute and to make my life more difficult? This case that goes through the courts right now, and I can't emphasize this enough, which has everything to do with what's going to happen to Donald Trump. The, the statute says, whoever corruptly alters, destroys, mutilates, or conceals a record, document, or other object, or attempts to do so with the intent to impair the object's integrity or availability for use in an official proceeding, or otherwise obstructs, influences, or impedes any official proceeding or attempts to do so, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned for more than 20 years or both. All right? So that's what they're charging the former president of the United States of America with, Donald Trump, with that. The idea that his words on January 6th disrupted the official proceedings of Congress. His words did that, right? Now, all these people are disrupting my commute, disrupting the course of traffic, disrupting maybe official proceedings because maybe there's elected officials who are trying to get home to a meeting. Who knows? Doesn't matter. What define official proceeding? Does it have to be just a government proceeding? What if it's the Rotary Club? What if it's the, uh, the Knights of Columbus? It really doesn't matter. If the government's going to stretch a definition of law, keep stretching it. Keep stretching it. As the Washington, far right wing Washington Post put it, and they put this very, very well when they said, uh, the country does not need a new open-ended grant of power to prosecutors to reach into the political system. Does not need a new open-ended grant of power to prosecutors to reach into the political system and then start going after people. So this guy Fisher, in his case, it's moving through and you have a number of these judges who are on the left and they're turning around and saying, you know what? Um, and even judges on the right, like Judge Gregory Katzis, for example, he's a Trump appointee. 
He said the government's unprecedented use of this 1512 rule, which was passed in the wake of the Enron scandal to deal with corporations who destroy evidence in an investigation, could apply to advocacy, lobbying, and protest in the future. I agree. All those things. I mean, look, if you're a lobbyist and you take a member of Congress out, I'm going I'm to pose a hypothetical to you. Uh, you take a member of Congress out to the Capitol Grill and you have a nice dinner, very expensive, cigars after, anything like that. You convince that member of Congress to vote no on a big energy bill, right? Next day, the vote die. The bill dies by one vote. One vote. How come the lobbyist doesn't get in trouble? He disrupted an official proceeding. Had he not taken that congressman out to dinner, had he not convinced that congressman to vote the other way, had he not donated to his campaign, had he not bought him a steak dinner, had he not uh, got him drunk, maybe got him girls, who knows? Uh, how come he's not being charged with disrupting an official proceeding? You, we'll get, we'll, we will get to that point. Oh, we absolutely will. We'll get to that point because the government loves to use whatever power you give it and stretch it and stretch the definition to go after its political enemies. Yeah. This judge, this Trump judge, he's, he seemed to almost mock the DOJ's retooling of a corporate fraud act to encompass unruly protests. He said, Section 1512 seems an unlikely candidate to extend obstruction law into new realms of political speech. And in quoting another judge, Katzis joked that every building in Washington would be converted into a prison should the Department of Justice's current reading of obstruction stand. A differently configured appellate court, which still includes Justice Pan, reached a similarly split outcome this month in Robertson's appeal of the 1512 conviction. A three-judge appellate panel ruled two to one in favor of the government. Pan is married to a well-known Democratic Party activist, Max Steyer, who wrote the majority opinion for both decisions. And the appeal raised even thornier questions for the appellate court since he was not convicted of assaulting police. Pan and Judge Cornelia Pillard, an Obama appointee who barely survived a fraught Senate confirmation fight in 2013, argued that the government's reliance on restricted grounds and disorderly behavior filled the legal bill on corrupt intent. Now, right now, this highway, if you're just walking in the middle of traffic, you're not allowed to do that, right? So it, roads, we all agree, are for cars and bicyclists now, but you're not allowed to just like, walk in the middle of traffic. There's laws against that. It's like jaywalking laws, for example. So if you're disorderly, your behavior shuts down traffic and you're on restricted grounds, grounds that are meant for cars and vehicles, why, is, why have you not now broken this federal law is my question. Why have you not broken 1512, a law passed in the wake of Enron to, to now deal with disrupting uh, proceedings? And the reason why is because all these protesters are on the right side of the issue. The, the, the side that the left agrees with, which is, which is ending the war and standing with Gaza because they hate Israel. By Pan and Pillard standards, 1512 would have applied to hundreds of protesters who illegally remained in Senate office buildings and physically confronted lawmakers during the confirmation hearings for Brett Kavanaugh in 2018. Remember that? I do. Same for protesters who two weeks ago disrupted a Senate Foreign Relations Committee hearing and unlawfully occupied the rotunda in the Cannon office building to protest the Israeli-Hamas war. In the one of the judges who dissented, Judge Karen Henderson, appointed by George W. Bush, criticized her colleagues' eye-popping sweep of what rises to corrupt conduct. Further, the judge argued that any unlawful benefit, another factor when considering whether someone acted corruptly, must involve some personal or professional gain outside of simply wanting one's preferred candidate to remain in office. Quote, 
None of this evidence comes close to establishing at all, much less beyond a reasonable doubt that this guy Robertson acted with the intent to obtain an unlawful benefit for himself or another. Now, defense attorneys in the case of Fisher, who's the retired cop who, uh, I'm not retired, he got fired after January 6th, who went inside the Capitol building for you know six minutes or whatever. They say that um, this may be the time when they actually finally now say enough is enough and reign in the government for this. But at this moment in time, I want the, I want the government to expand this, this law and, and start charging protesters all around the country. Because protesters disrupt everything, do they not? Every protester who went and ransacked a store in Philadelphia a couple weeks ago, we act like that just didn't happen, right? Remember that whole, we had a couple nights of that where they didn't like a ruling a judge made and they went out there and, and they looted and they vandalized and all these other things? I want them all charged with federal offenses. They disrupted an official proceeding. The official proceeding is not really defined. It's really whatever the government decides it is. So in this case, it's the course of commerce. An official proceeding, the course of commerce. And that would be a state, that'd be a federal issue because of the interstate commerce clause. I can do this all day. I can sit here and I can expand government power and expand the law and give prosecutors more power to just put people away for political speech. I'm happy to do it. Happy to do it. If you are protesting in a business district and people can't get to a store, even if you're peaceful, I'm going to argue that you've disrupted an official proceeding, the official proceeding being commerce. And under the Interstate Commerce Act, you've now committed a federal offense. It's now federal. And uh, I'm charging you under 1512 of this Enron reform law. And I'm going to lock you up because you disrupted people trying to go about their business and go shopping. All these people right now who are uh, shutting down 676 in the Schuylkill, that whole area. Uh, what if somebody's going to church tonight? Uh, a, a church is an official proceeding. It's a religious proceeding, but it's an official proceeding nonetheless. What if somebody has to go to, to uh, well, they have a motor vehicle appointment and now you've made them miss their motor vehicle appointment. That's an official proceeding. The law doesn't say, the, the statute doesn't say it's an official proceeding of Congress. In fact, that was not the intent of Congress. They just said an official proceeding. If you actually read what they intended, it would be the proceeding being an investigation by the government. You can't disrupt that. But now we're expanding it. So now it's a proceeding, which is a meeting. It's a, it's a formal course of business. I say, let's keep defining this until we lock up every single pain in the ass protester in America. Everyone who blocks traffic, everyone who blocks uh, a, a store, every, a, a, anyone. I don't care. Lock them up and charge them with a federal crime. Let's do what the left does and expand government power and take a law that was never written for that intent and punish our enemies just like they do. And then let our friends off. So if you disrupt an official proceeding, it's cool. We're not going to get mad at you. We'll just put away the ones that we like. I mean, it's, it's like you don't even recognize America anymore when stuff like this happens, right? Obviously, everything I'm saying right now, I don't really believe because I don't, that's not how I am. But this is, that's, that's what the left thinks, right? Let me reach into a statute and then pull my hand out of the hat and say, aha, I can use this against you to lock you up for something you've done because you affected the, the outcome of a proceeding. What's a proceeding? Whatever I want it to be. It's whatever I define it to be. But the statute doesn't say a congressional proceeding. It's a proceeding, an official proceeding. So I'm going to argue that tonight... Uh, the Rotary Club, which I made you late for, the Rotary Club meeting is an official proceeding with a, with a Robert's Rules of Order and they have an agenda and the president does his thing and the blah, 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 the governor, whatever. And they, they do their whole thing. I'm not a Rotarian, but, you know, 
And no, I'm not joining. I'm just saying I, I'm happy to come to the meetings and that sort of thing. But it's an, it's an official proceeding. So if, I, if I've disrupted that because now, say, the, the head of the uh, Wilkes Bar Rotary can't make it tonight because I shut down a road, have I not committed a federal offense? Hell yeah, I have. Let's do this, baby. Let's punish these people. Let's give them a taste of their own medicine for once. But of course, it'll never happen. As long as you're on the right side of the issue, you're fine. Uh, 855-839-1210, if you want to weigh in, um, you, can, you can join me. No, I'm not against protest, jackass. I'm against the government. Yeah, this guy times yours. This guy might be the biggest idiot. Does anybody, how anybody can interpret what I just said as being against protest is beyond me. Uh, I'm against the government applying laws to punish protesters uh, by using laws that were not intended for that reason, which is what they're doing to Donald Trump and all the January 6th protesters. And no, you don't have a right to shut down traffic any more than you have a right to be in the Capitol building on January 6th, right? Right? I mean, oh, it's okay to shut down traffic, but not to walk into the Capitol building. That's, that's bad. That's, that's wrong. But shutting down traffic on a highway, a public road, which is meant for public use, that's okay. You, that, that you'll defend. But guy walks in the Capitol on January 6th, send him to federal prison and don't even give him access to an attorney. Right. The, um, there's, there's, you see, the thing about the people on the left is the one thing that is consistent with all these people is their inconsistency. They will scream. They will scream from the heavens about January 6th and want every single person there that day to be locked up forever as they defend the rights of protesters to shut down a highway and disrupt everybody's commute. That's just the way they are. You, you, can't, you can't rationalize with these people. And they'll defend the government using a law that was not intended for the purpose that, of which that law was passed to punish the people from January 6th and to lock them up in federal prison And at the very same time, they'll say they're on the side of uh, freedom as they give the government more power and prosecutors more power to go after people. Biggest absolute hypocrisy here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Uh, By the way, we talked about sports before and how these teams are moving out of cities. This is another good point. Think about this. We didn't talk about this before, Henry, but you're coming in for a Sixers game into Center City. You got this crap going on. No thanks. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's a good point. No thanks. Who's you. to say they won't just do it right out in front of the stadium after the game lets out? Right. And yeah. then nobody can get home. Sounds like a lot of fun. Best three hour car ride ever. Ever. Imagine Here was uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin of Virginia. What's that, Matt? I said, imagine that after a loss. Ooh. You're in a sour mood to begin with. <laughs> Another Game Seven loss in the <laughs> second round. Yeah, that that would be a that'd be a clash. That's what the Sixers are known for. And then not only that, but too, but there's not even a lot of side streets to filter out the traffic. Like at least in South Philly, you can kind of just drive over people's lawns and stuff. <laughs> the only thing you have to it's worry about time. is the Mary on the half shell. <laughs> Wait, what? The Mary on the half shell. What's that? Oh, when you know, you know. Come on. I have no idea. My All right. You know, somebody on Henry, Twitter will send a picture. I, I don't know. Yeah. Somebody will send a picture of Mary on the half shell. Mary on the half shell. It's an it's Italian thing. Yeah. People have them in their front yard. I'm, I'm not going to give it away. Uh, here is Governor Glenn Youngkin reacting to sports teams moving to Virginia from D.C. He joined Laura Ingram last night. Take a listen. Well, Laura, first of all, thanks for having me. And it's been an exciting day in Virginia. You know, this announcement that we are going to form a public-private partnership like none in America 
where Monumental Sports and the city of Alexandria and, of course, the Commonwealth of Virginia are going to bring together all of our capabilities to develop a $2 billion sports and entertainment district that will be the home to two great teams, the Washington Wizards and the Washington Capitals. We're also going to see the Monumental headquarters move to Virginia with 600 jobs. We're going to develop a 6,000-seat concert venue, uh, a, a convention center, hotels, mixed-use restaurants, and, of course, housing and community space. So it's very exciting. It also is going to generate $12 billion of economic impact over the next several decades and 30,000 jobs. And it will yeah. be, I think, the most creative financing structure because of the fact that we're not putting up an upfront, upfront payment. I told Virginia taxpayers I do a good deal for Virginia, and I think we've negotiated a chance for all three partners to win together, where we, in fact, will generate substantial tax revenues over time and use those tax revenues to finance this $2 billion project, along with a $400 million investment for Monumental Sports. There you go. Uh, 855-839-1210. Yeah, this guy, Tim, yours is a moron. Marching on a road versus assaulting cops and storming the Capitol to end democracy are the same thing. Did I say anything about assaulting cops? Nope, I did not. Storming the Capitol. Define storming out of curiosity. What if you just walk in the building? Is that storming it? To end democracy. These people are amazing, aren't they? They really are amazing. They're fine with the government abusing power and sending protesters to federal prison as long as those protesters are on the uh, other side of the issue. Then they're fine with it. They become the that's why you don't see many people on the left who are civil libertarians in defense of any of the January 6th protesters. I'm not talking about people that committed violence or hurt police officers. I'm not talking about those people, obviously, Uh, but all the other people, the hundreds of others who've been charged with crimes. You don't have civil libertarians coming out for them. It's like you don't have civil libertarians coming out and defending Donald Trump and saying, you're charging a man for using his First Amendment rights to criticize uh, the election and call, call on Congress to do something different, which every American has a right to do, to call on Congress, the legislature to take an action. And you're going you're gonna to send them to prison. You're okay with the standard that that sets for the Constitution and the First Amendment? But there's no consistency with these people. None, none whatsoever. None. None whatsoever. Uh, Martha's in South Jersey. Hello, Martha. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you? Fine, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. My comment was about this road closure. And yes, you do have a right to protest, but not any time, any place. And I don't understand why they can't get them for something like lack of permit. You need to shut down the road for a parade. You need a permit. A marathon, you need a permit. Alex's lemonade stand needs a permit, and they shut that down without a permit. Why can't they get them for something like that? It's a it's a great point you make, right? I mean, it's a it's an excellent point. Uh, the difference is because in the city of Philadelphia, as long as you're protesting for a cause that Jim Kenny likes, you'll be fine. Right? If That's you're it. standing silently in front of an abortion clinic, you can't do that, even though you're not stopping someone to go in. Correct. That's right. Okay. You are, uh, I'm clear if, on it now. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Martha. Appreciate it. 855-839-1210. Bo is in Levittown. Bo, what's up, buddy? Hey, Rich. How do these protesters think they're going to win me over by blocking 676 if I have to get to my Sixers game or Flyers game or go to a nice restaurant in the city? You know what, Jim Kenny? I won't be going to the city anytime soon because you don't enforce the laws. You have a double standard. 
because my issue's not on the right side. But you know what, Jim? You're not getting my my money. You know what? More businesses will leave. Blah blah will leave. Target will leave. Macy's will eventually leave. There'll be no tax base, and it'll become just a dire, dire situation. And these Democrats, they just don't understand it. They don't understand it. And your point about about the Capitol, all these people that have not had due process, why more people aren't speaking up about it, I, I don't understand it. It's very disheartening to me. That woman that you had on earlier who was talking about what happens in China, it's what's happening now. I just saw that GM wants to put breathalyzers in cars and and all that kind of good stuff. I mean, they just want to control everything that we do. Hey, Bo, you know what? You called Rich too many times this week on the phone. You're using too many minutes. You know what? You can't even do that anymore. They're going to cut us off there. You know what, Bo? You had too many steaks this week. In fact, you shouldn't be eating any steak. You know what? You're overweight by three pounds. It's planet, Bo. Come on. You're killing, you're killing the climate. Bo, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Your points are excellent, as always. And have a great night. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, yeah, and, you know, the, the point, too, of... You're not winning hearts and minds. You block my commute. You shut down my road. You've made it more difficult for me to get home and see my family. Trust me when I tell you, you are not winning me over to your cause. I'm now on the opposite side of whatever you stand for. I hate you, and I'm on the opposite side of your cause. You've lost me. There's no chance of you converting me. None whatsoever. I just hate you. Uh, Joe is an ambler. Hello, Joe. Hey, yeah, Rich. Uh, I think that uh, you're really overdoing it, man. On the, uh, you know, uh, you know, the whole January sixth. You know, why don't you just wait until you know uh, Pence comes out and says that you know Trump wanted him not even to show up. That that cannot count the not even show up. You see what I mean? And then what what's the Secretary of State gonna say? You know what I mean? Are they just all going to fall in my, I mean, all these people, you know, you're turning into a big, uh, you know, the Kraken or something like that, man. Really? It's crazy. The Kraken from um, Clash of the Titans? I don't know. Yeah, the Kraken, like, you know, movie, oh, the, the big deal, the big deal, the big deal, the big deal, the, and then it turns the out to be nothing. Womp, the, womp, uh, womp. Clash of the Titans movie, but the first one was really good. I should probably rewatch that. But I'm not a big fan of remakes, are you? No, no, and that's nah. what your show sounds like. Every day it's the same old, same old. Oh. We've seen it for the last three years. Yeah, well, thank you for listening. I appreciate that. You, you would know <laughs> since you listen, so thank you. All right, Joe, your comments are uh, ludicrous, so I'm not going to address any of them other than you uh, brought up Clash not of even, Not even the Pence? No, because what? it's such a silly point. He told Pence not to show up. Okay, so what? Uh, you don't think that that's the, and then the preponderance of evidence? That he didn't want him to show up. Okay, but Pence showed up. I, I don't understand. But did, did he hog tie, wait, 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 wait. Did he tie Mike Pence up? Did he did he lock him in the White House or like did uh, he do any of those What do you call the gallows outside of the Capitol building? Did, and then did hollering. Trump try to hang Mike Pence? I missed that. Did he try to hang? That's him? the that's called a preponderance of preponderance evidence. Preponderance of evidence. You didn't so know the president that? was going to hang his vice president. And then what would have happened out of curiosity if the vice president was hanged? Or hung. Well, again, if he was hung or not hung, the question hang. is, is he, did he try to get him out hung, but if he was hanged, from doing his duty? If he was hanged, what would have happened? And then what? What would have, You don't think they would have, uh, at that point, what? Are Trump going to stay really president forever Trump. if they killed the then vice they president? Then they would really have the Trump. They really, got I'm, him ask, I'm actually asking you like a legitimate question. If they killed that the if, vice president that day, do you think that makes Trump president? Uh, is that what he wanted? I, I, no, he just answer my question, yes it. or no. If they had murdered Mike Pence that day on January 6th, would Trump be president right now, yes or no? Possibly, yes. How? Explain it. Who else would be president? 
They would have stopped the. They would How have stopped does the killing due, Mike Pence they would have make Donald the due Trump process, president? Correct. How they would does have stopped killing, the due process, right? How they would have killing, accomplished their how goal. Does killing Mike they would have Pence, put the electoral votes off for two to three weeks, okay. which would have given them time to do what? Take over. That's what this is all about. Where have you uh-huh. been? By Are killing you like, Mike Pence, you by killing Mike Pence, that makes Trump president. Uh, it would it would stop right, the electoral uh, Joe, I'm done. Joe, Joe, I that's gave you a chance. Quit, I gave you a chance. Thank you. All right, Joe. Thank you. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's not that's not what would happen. By the way, that's just not how it would work. But listen, we live in a fantasy world. I like fantasy worlds. They're fun. Uh, Anthony's in New Jersey. Hello, Anthony. How are you? Hey, Rich. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Good. You know, you were going through the, the, the legal standing, you know, the, the issue what they're charging Trump with is destroying documents or impeding official, you know, uh, you know, proceedings. Was there was there not any truth to the fact that the January 6th committee had, you know, misplaced, quote unquote, or accidentally destroyed some documents in that yes. investigation? Or was I imagining that? Correct. No, you're absolutely correct on that point. Video documents, all kinds of things. Correct. So are we about to put that whole committee on trial for 20 years? Why not? They obstructed an official proceeding. Correct. Correct. I mean, when you try to explain this to, you know, your left of center friends or those who are clearly on the left, they just keep saying, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. And you're like, well, no, it's it's right there. And it's just the evidence that they don't agree with that we seem to be running up against. And and I don't know how to combat it anymore. Yeah, it's just sometimes you just got to give up. I mean, uh, the the, the (laughs) argument because you're just wasting your time. And your breath. It's you know? not very jersey of me. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Appreciate it, buddy. Let me go to uh, Greg in Chestnut Hill. Greg, go ahead, pal. Hey, Rich. How you doing? Hey, I was I was just coming out of Cape May, and I was on 76 West. The police actually did a very good job of getting them off, not allowing them to get them off 76 West itself, and they were all going off the off-ramps. They, they controlled it pretty nicely. So they, they did do a nice job, but as you're going underneath, you could see the protesters walking. And it, it's, it's ironic because these protesters would be thrown off the bridges if they were in Gaza. These, the, the Gaza, the Palestinians, would have hung these people and thrown them over with all their stupid signs that are, that are, that are for the Gazans. Imagine if it was flipped the other way, they would all be dead. So it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. They're on they're on the right side of the Democratic argument. So nothing is going to happen for them. Everybody knows that nothing happened in the riots up and down South Philadelphia in the Northeast and Aramingo and Fishtown in there for the Black Lives Matter riots when they were looting. Nothing happens. Remember, it was February was it February 4th of 21 when they started to burn down the St. John's Church. That's right beside the, the White House. Have you ever even heard anything about that? How about the that Black Panthers so- intimidating voters in Philadelphia? Would that not be disrupting yeah. an official proceeding? Everything's just, but it's not their side. It, 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 it's, it's insane. It's, and we should know. We shouldn't even get riled up over because you know if you're not on the Democratic side or the progressive side, it's not going to matter. And somebody brought up Jim Kenney. 
I didn't even know he was our mayor. I thought he, yeah. I thought he disappeared. Greg, I got to run, buddy. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm way Thanks. over here, but thank you, Greg, as always, for the call. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. All right, listen, Cherry Hill Volvo, if you are trying to get around protesters tonight and you're in a Volvo, at least you'll be comfy and uh, you'll have wonderful technology and a very, very, very relaxing car to be in as you're frustrated by protesters shutting down a road. Really, Cherry Hill Volvo on Route 70 in Cherry Hill is the absolute best place to go. And right now, they have even more generous incentives for you as they are getting ready to renovate the dealership. And they are doubling down on aggressive pricing with $1,000 off on all new Volvos plus owner loyalty. $2,000 off when you use Volvo financing or Volvo lease and $7,500 rebate on a Volvo plug-in. It's fantastic. And they're great people there. They stand with us. They are the studio sponsor of the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios. It's where we broadcast from live every day on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. So what are you waiting for? Go and stand with the people who stand with us. They are the region's most accessible Volvo dealership uh, right over the bridge on Route 17 Cherry Hill. And wow, what a great time to get a Volvo. An extra $1,000 off on new Volvos plus owner loyalty. An extra $2,000 off when you use Volvo Finance or uh, Volvo Leasing and $7,500 on a Volvo plug-in rebate. It's great. Come on, it's great. Great time to go. Stand with Judith Krupnik, stand with Yosef Cohen, stand with the people that stand for us and support them because they go above and beyond for you and giving you the luxury experience that you deserve. All right? Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. You know, Matt DeSantis, I blame you for that. That entire segment there. I, did I tell you to start answering phones? What happened? <laughs> Sorry, I usually just ignore them, but uh, there were so many coming in that I, I couldn't. <laughs> I can't make up my mind. One day I yell at him for not answering the phones, the next day I'm yelling at him for answering the phones. <laughs> you don't have an easy job. It's very rough. And also, a lot of the times, uh, you know, we'll have callers, but you don't, you don't take calls. You, you, we go weeks without taking calls. It's hard to read sometimes. <laughs> it's very confusing to follow my emotions. I think there was a stretch uh, maybe a month or so ago where we may have taken one call in the course of a three-week span. Yeah. Well, I think I have to take five a month or something, so I think we just knocked them out, <laughs> banged them out. Well, we just took like five or six, so I think we're good for the rest of the Joe's year. call counted as like six calls. <laughs> it was aggravating. Joe's call about uh, hanging Mike Pence, that counted for six calls. All right, good well, till February 1st. Yeah, uh, see you in 2024. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Hanged or hung? Hanged, right? You hang, you, yeah, you're hanged, hanged, you know, and I'm hung. Uh, okay. Uh, what? Ugh. You know what you did. <laughs> hey speaking of people who are jackasses who, who do things just for the sake of shock value so the lesser cuomo chris cuomo had on this woman right who's uh, suffering from tourette syndrome and he he's getting blasted here for this because for two reasons number one not everybody with tourette's acts like this and number two it's just so obvious that the lesser is trying to to get a viral moment here and i hate to even play this to give him the credit but i'm only doing so because I just think he needs to be called out for this. I mean, this is such a blatant move by him, isn't it, to just get attention? Don't you think? Oh, sorry. Was I sorry? I, I was. I haven't seen the the clip in its entirety. I've only heard the audio of it. But yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a good shot because she's really uh, famous on TikTok. This girl. Yeah, Balin Dupree. She has nine million followers on TikTok. Sorry, mm-hmm. I missed what you said. I was going through it to make sure I got all the bleeps in there because there's a lot of bleeps. Yeah, so let's listen to the exchange, and then you can decide if the lesser Cuomo was just doing this to get attention for himself, uh, and in which case, then he, you know, he's just been a mindless jackass, or uh, or or was it an entertaining segment? Cut fourteen. Had to be kicked out of school for attention seeking because they rip up they rip up their homework or do things like that. I've had parents reach out to me asking me, oh, my son's coming home with a girlfriend and his girlfriend has Tourette's syndrome. (laughs) So, and then I also get very evil people that would comment and say like, go yourself, Chris, lick your baby, butter your own biscuit, fat ass, that have told me that my parents deserved there's a little so, bit. So yeah, I mean, I, this is clearly a way for the lesser to just try to get attention, right? Yeah, I mean, he's giggling throughout this Giggle. entire interview too, which is sort of unprofessional. Now she laughs at the end over, over some of the things that she says, um, 
But also, if you're going to have her on, it's probably best not to, like, giggle in her face. It's yeah. a little bit rude. F off, F off, F off, F off, uh, F you, Chris. I agree with her. <laughs> I mean, that's more yeah. or less what her TikToks are, though. It's a, it's a lot of Q&A, and then she answers, she'll do her tics, and that's kind of what, you know, makes it funny. Yeah. He also I, I, started the segment by saying that originally he thought that she was faking and that's part of the reason why he had her on because his kids explained to him that she wasn't putting on a show and it wasn't a gimmick to get uh, attention and that she actually did have a neurological disorder so it was almost it seemed as though it was almost like a make good for maybe past comments that he had made about her what about the time that the lester cuomo had his roid rage remember was that tourette's I think when he went after that guy and threatened to kick his ass and he knew karate and everything like that. Remember that? Is that when he was called Fredo? Yep. And the guy called him Fredo. When Rush Limbaugh used to call him Fredo and he would call him Fredo Corleone. I was calling him the lesser, but of course, obviously Rush is, at the time had, I mean, you know, God, God uh, rest his soul. He had a massive audience. So Fredo caught on and the guy called him Fredo at a restaurant and Cuomo lost his mind. Remember that? He had a roid rage. Don Lemon, his buddy said that he had a roid rage. Because he juices, allegedly. That's the alleged rumor. He is pretty so. Juices for karate? But he listens, I got to be careful because he listens to the show. It's why he said that one day, you say I'm somehow less than. You remember that? He said it a couple times, didn't he? Yeah. I'm in his head. I live rent-free in the Lesser Cuomo's head. We have to get him on the show. Get him on. That's great content. Let's do it. Like he probably would it. do it. Should I reach out to him? Sure. Oh, Why this, not? This would be a huge interview, maybe the biggest in the history of the show. Just not in terms of like quality of guest, obviously. We've had better. Uh, no offense, Chris, if you're listening. Um, but in terms of the showdown between Rich and Chris Cuomo. Stream it too? Oh, would yeah. the lesser do it is the question. Oh, yeah. I think he might. Well, you know, we'll put it out to – we'll invite him in as uh, the love gov. <laughs> Andrews, there's, there's no way Andrews coming on the show. <laughs> Whoever accepts – See, I'm not so sure about that. I think, I think the love gov would come on. I think Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo wants to run for president someday. He knows he'd have to go through Pennsylvania. I'm not so sure he wouldn't. He's got, sitting on a lot of uh, campaign cash, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, he's got nothing to like do all day. million bucks, yeah. Nothing to do all day. He's had time on his side, time on his hands, you know? <laughs> well, Chris- And whichever Cuomo gets back to me, I will then... Uh, have on the show, and whoever the Cuomo is that doesn't get back to me will hereby become the lesser Cuomo. <laughs> so this is a chance now for Chris to uh, make his brother the lesser. You're just baiting him at this point. Should I phrase it that way in the email <laughs> I send? Or? Yeah, we're going to do a Zioli Show lesser contest, and here's how this works. The invitation's out to both Cuomos. Whichever Cuomo accepts the invitation first will hereby be the greater Cuomo, and the other one will be the lesser henceforth. So, Chris, this is your chance to be lesser no more. <laughs> this is your moment. Bragging rights. Bragging rights, exactly and right. And right before Christmas. I mean, that's, that's something cool he could bring up at the family table. Yeah, when they argue about Ma's meatballs and who Ma says makes better meatballs. <laughs> be perfect, right? Uh, let me play this clip for you. This is uh, CNN's Phil Mattingly. Uh, that's the former network home of the Lester Cuomo. CNN's Phil Mattingly versus Biden's spokesman Ian Sams. Uh, this is uh, an interesting exchange here as regarding Hunter Biden and his father and the business dealings and all of this. Uh, Biden spokesman Ian Sams, cut three. In the statement that Hunter Biden made uh, yesterday, he said, let me say it as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business. He was unequivocal about that. 
But that is an evolution of where the president had been during the campaign, where the White House had been at the start of the administration. Not involved financially in the business is very different than never talked about the business, not been involved in the business at all. Was that an intentional point of clarity, do you think? I actually dispute the whole premise of that question. It's, Why? It's one of Jim Jordan's favorite little shiny objects is to try to take a semantic thing and make an argument that is that is somehow far afield from what they're actually focused on. We've been extremely clear over and over again for years, and nothing has changed. The president was not in business with his son, period. They're trying to make up all sorts of allegations Ian, and make with, up lies. With respect, I'm not citing Jim Jordan here. I was in on. some of the White House yes. press briefings where it was said explicitly the president did not talk to his son about business dealing. That, that is very clearly not the case. And I think the statement from the White House has changed uh, and I think been a little bit more precise over the course of the last several months. It's what the president said on the campaign trail as well. I'm not saying this is like an impeachable offense or uh, some grand uh, indictment, but it is a fact that the president said one thing that ended up being not true. Again, I dispute that that's, that that's true. I, that is not true. The truth is that he wasn't in business with his son. The Republicans have been for years trying to make arguments. And that's, nobody said he was in business with his son. We said he used his office to help his son's business. You don't have to be in business with somebody to help their business. You know that. I mean, this is the semantics game again that they're playing. It's the, the freaking semantics. We know he wasn't in business with him. He wasn't incorporated with him. He wasn't on the LLC documents. We're not saying that. What everybody is saying is that Joe Biden used his office to benefit his son. You don't have to be in business with somebody to help somebody's business. There are lots of people who aren't in business with somebody who help grow somebody's business. They sometimes get a referral fee for it. They sometimes get a nice uh, gift box of Omaha steaks for it. Nobody's suggesting that he was part of the, the, the corporation, whatever Fugazi, phony corporation that Hunter Biden had. Seneca, Rosemont, Rosemont Seneca Partners, or anything like that. And we're not suggesting that Joe Biden was on the letterhead. That's the whole point. They were doing this behind the scenes. He was pretending like he wasn't helping his son's business when he clearly was. That's the entire thing. All right, 855-839-1210 if you want to weigh in. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Tomorrow will be live at the Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey, my happy place. I want to see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Great night. Don't miss it. The bar will be open. Your fellow Zioli Army members will be there. Maybe we'll get a Cuomo on the show. You never know. Matt DeSantis is already reaching out to the Cuomo brothers as we speak. We may have a Cuomo on the show tomorrow, live from the Grand Hotel of Cape May. Just saying, it could happen. It could happen. Emmons Roofing and Siding, my great friends over at Emmons, would love to help you with your home. All of your home's needs, from roofing, siding, windows and doors, and kitchen and bathroom remodelings. Emmons is first rate. Simply nobody better. Matt and his wife, Stephanie, pride themselves on giving you the absolute best service possible. And that's why I've used Emmons for over six years. The roof, if you have a house at the Jersey Shore, for example, you really want to make sure that that roof gets inspected. Because if not, what could happen is that the winter could make whatever little minor roof repairs you have, roof uh, needs, worse, much worse. By the time the warm weather hits, it's a disaster. So reach out to Emmons today for a free roof inspection. They're never going to tell you you need a new roof if you don't. But if you do, you'll have a lifetime warranty on that roof. They'll do a great job for you. And you will be very, very happy with the work that they do. Just go to emmonsroofing.com or emmonsremodeling.com and see their great kitchen and bathroom remodeling projects. They even have a showroom in Cherry Hill, New Jersey for you to see. They serve Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and yes, the Jersey Shore. So don't wait. Reach out to them today. emmonsroofing.com, the company that I trust. emmonsroofing.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.